you're listening to Mysteries Beyond. What mysteries lie beyond the reach of our senses? And who are you in this vast multiverse? Hello and welcome to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender. I'm sure that many of us have heard the term chakras. In fact, the most popular one that you may have heard being talked about is the Ajna Chakra, also known as your third eye chakra. Because if you're into spirituality and the paranormal, like myself, this chakra is the one that deals with clairvoyance, intuition, and basically extrasensory perception. It's the ability to be able to see beyond. And so a lot of the times you'll hear people say, you have to open your third eye. You have to open or unblock your Ajna chakra in order to see clearly, in order to see beyond what you can with your physical eyes. And I get it. I understand. This is the most popular one because here is where we start to feel, sense, hear, and see the spirit world. This is where the physical world and the spirit realm begin to merge for us. But what are chakras? How can they help us in terms of our spiritual work? And how many are there? Well, let's get into it. In the most basic terms, chakras are just energy centers found within the body. The word chakra means wheel or disc in Sanskrit. And depending on your sources, it is said that we have seven main chakras. So seven main energy centers. And I do have to share this with you guys that different religions, different sects within the religions, uh, different philosophers and mystics around the world describe chakras differently. So there's no true consensus about what they look like and or where they're located and or how many there truly are because we have many different energy centers within our body, such as our hands and our feet, and many more. So for the sake of this episode, we're just going to focus on the Western view about chakras. So there are seven main chakras found in the body that are recognized here in the West. There are also minor chakras, but for today, we are going to focus on the seven main chakras. So these seven main energy centers influence our mental state, our emotional state, and our physical state in terms of our well-being. And we have to understand that we are more than just our physical body. At the base of it all, we are energy. And when one of these energy centers is blocked, that's when we begin to experience disease, 
emotional disturbances, clouded judgment. They govern your physical, emotional, and mental state. And so we have to learn to unblock them so that our energy can flow freely through them, allowing us in turn to have a more positive, healthier, and happier life experience, which eventually leads to becoming enlightened. The idea of chakras actually developed in ancient India and is part of a spiritual practice called Kundalini Yoga. Kundalini translates to coiled snake or coiled serpent. It refers to that life force energy that lies dormant at the base of the spine. It's believed that confusion and material things will continue to be an obstacle for our spiritual development. And when you practice Kundalini Yoga, it helps you overcome these obstacles by purifying the human body, creating a light body within the physical body. So what it does is it includes practices that awaken the energy and it sends it up through the body from the base of your spine all the way to the crown of your head and then brought back down to the spine, completing that energetic loop. And so along the way, the kundalini energy rises through all of these energy centers within the body. And once the chakras are awakened, it is believed that it will have transformative effects on the body that will contribute to your health, longevity, mental clarity, and so on. Okay, so let's begin with the first chakra. The first chakra is called the Muladhara chakra, and it means root support, also known as the root chakra. Its associated phrase is the I am. The color associated with it is red, and it's located at the base of your spine. This energy center deals with stability, security, survival. And so when it's out of balance, you might start to feel insecure, anxiety, depression, rage. You might even have low self-esteem issues. And physically, you might even start to feel some pain and or stiffness in your feet and legs. And perhaps your home life might start to feel a little unsafe and or unsettled. And because energy centers can both emit and receive energy, if it's underactive, then those previous issues I just mentioned are a few of those symptoms. But if it's overactive, then it can include an over-identification with material possessions. So you may begin to just hoard supplies or just be too attached to your material belongings. So you might have to unblock it or bring it back to balance. And one of the ways that you can do that is through grounding. So connect back to earth, walk barefoot, plant your feet, go hiking, go to the beach. And if you can't do any of that, well, we just learned that the color associated with this is red. So you can try to meditate on the color red or simply visualize the color red. Apply color therapy 
start wearing more red and do it with the intention of unblocking or bringing back into balance your root chakra. There's also sound. You can do a quick engine search on sounds or binaural beats that can help you open up your root chakra. There's also food. Food can help you open up that root chakra. Eat root vegetables, such as potatoes, carrots, beets, and or radishes. There's also scents. You can do incense or essential oils, such as patchouli and or sandalwood. And don't forget the stones and crystals. You've got red coral, black tourmaline that are associated with the root chakra. Sounds, scents, stones and minerals all emit vibrations that can help us open and or balance our root chakra. Also, according to the philosophy of Ayurveda, each of the chakras are associated with an element. And as we've discussed before, the five elements are the building blocks of the entire universe, right? The macrocosm, and also of our own physical body, the microcosm. And so with the root chakra, it's no surprise that the element associated with it is, you guessed it, earth. You see, earth deals with the material, the physical realm. It's the last element to be created because it's the physical manifestation of the interaction and of all the other elements combined. Earth is obviously the most densest and the most stable element when you compare it to the other four. And because the root chakra governs your primal instincts of survival, safety, and stability, the element of Earth allows you to feel secure and grounded in your own body. The second chakra is a little bit hard to pronounce, so I'm going to give it my best. Svadhisthana, and this means sweetness. It's also known as the sacral chakra, with the associated phrase of I feel. It's located in the lower abdomen and womb, and the color associated with it is orange. The sacral chakra governs pleasure, desire, sexuality, sensuality, and procreation. It's all about the sweetness of life and feeling good. And like it or not, you are a sexual being and you should be able to embrace it and express it in healthy ways. If this energy center is overactive, some telling signs could be, seems a little obvious, but sex addiction, out of control emotions, and or a lack of emotions. Perhaps a person might be able to be intimate with someone, but there is absolutely no emotional response. When the sacral chakra is blocked, a person might experience negative thoughts about sexuality. They might see it as something dirty, or they'll experience shame. They may even have issues with their own body and could be afraid of intimacy. As far as physical symptoms, a person might experience 
uterine, bladder, and or prostate trouble, kidney illness, stiffness in your lower back, and or anemia. Either way, whether it's overactive or blocked, there is definitely some healing that needs to happen. To unblock it or bring it back to balance, you can look into the types of foods that are associated with the sacral chakra. You could eat oranges or wear the color orange, right? You could do the color therapy. You can look into sound activations. You can look into stones and crystals, such as red jasper, pyrite, or tiger's eye. Look into plants and herbs, hibiscus, saffron, paprika, ginger. But personally, with the sacral chakra, I would do some journaling. Do some deep diving within yourself. Ask yourself, why am I not allowed to feel pleasure? Or what is restricting me? What is wrong with sexuality? It's kind of like doing shadow work. Actually, it's not kind of, it is shadow work, which I have grown to love doing because it's not easy and it definitely pushes you to become a better version of yourself. It helps you get to know thyself. And that is important to do if you want to ascend spiritually and be able to manifest the life that you want. The sacral chakra is all about pleasure, and that includes indulgence in all of the five senses. It's also associated with your creativity, creation, and with the element of water. And we know that water is associated with us because we're made of 70% water. It's associated with our emotions and it's associated with both the physical womb and the cosmic womb, right? It's where creation takes place. The third chakra is the Manipura, and it's also known as the solar plexus chakra, and it's located right above your belly button. The associated phrase is the I do. It governs your personal power, your confidence, your assertiveness, and your will. So this chakra is all about power. When it's overactive, a lot of the times people will experience anger and or rage. When it's blocked, this is where people might experience low self-esteem. They might have little to no willpower. They lack confidence. They may feel insecure and just overall feelings of not being good enough. So what do you do to bring it back to balance? Well, you can eat foods that are associated with the solar plexus chakra, such as bananas, yellow potatoes, lentils, ginger, turmeric. Of course, you can't forget your crystals and your stones, such as citrine, amber, yellow tourmaline. But most importantly, move your body. Whether that be yoga or some other type of physical exercise. And this is because this chakra, the element that is associated with it, is the fire element. And the fire element deals with taking action. 
And so having a balanced and healthy solar plexus chakra is going to allow you to be energetic and be able to move towards your goals with a lot of strength and confidence. As we move up the spine, the fourth chakra is the Anahata, also known as the heart chakra. The associated phrase with the heart chakra is, I love. Its color association is green, and it's not located where the heart is, but rather in the center of your chest. The heart chakra governs love, breath, balance, relationships, and unity. It governs matters of romance, friendships, and relationships. It's basically wherever you have a heart connection. At first, you might think, if it's overactive, what's wrong with having an overactive heart chakra? How can there possibly be anything wrong with that? Well, it can be harmful to ourselves because that means we're not thinking clearly. You might overlook the actions of a certain individual that are actually causing you harm for fear that you might lose their love or that you may not receive their love. It can become blocked when you have harsh experiences here on earth. You can become hardened and you might have trouble expressing your feelings or even feeling your own feelings. You can experience depression or even long periods of grief. It's when you stop caring or you lose compassion due to the relationships that you've had with others. Right? So due to that so-called negative relationship or heart connection, a person might block themselves off due to the fear of getting hurt again. And that is why it's important to remember to let love guide you, not fear. As for the physical parts of the body, the heart chakra is associated with the heart, obviously, the lungs, the hands, and arms. So if it's out of balance, you might feel some pain or discomfort around those areas. And when you think about it, the heart chakra is number four out of seven. And as our kundalini energy rises up the spine, the heart chakra is right in the center. It's that center point between the physical and the spiritual. The heart is a unifier between the spirit and body. And because it's a unifier, it brings you to wholeness. And so to bring it back to balance or to unblock it, well, I think by now we all get it. We all know what to do visualization, color therapy, plants, herbs, crystals, and stones that are associated with the heart chakra. But here's a tip. By now, we should all know that love is the highest of frequencies. Keyword frequency. 
So what might be most effective to unblock it or bring it back to balance is to listen to higher vibrational frequencies, such as 432 hertz, like the one you're listening to now. You can also practice expressing gratitude. Be grateful for your family. Be grateful for your health. And be grateful that you woke up today because not many did. Practice breathing techniques. Breathe in. And as you're breathing in, be grateful that you can fill your lungs with clean air. Well, relatively clean air. Depends on where you're at. Which brings us to the element that the heart chakra is associated with. And that is the element of air. Because when the heart chakra is balanced, like the element of air, it's expansive, it's gentle, and it's formless. The fifth chakra is called Vishuddha, and it means purification. But most of us know it as the throat chakra. Its associated phrase is I talk. And its color is blue. It governs speech, communication, self-expression, and truth. When it is out of alignment and overactive, many people tend to gossip, lie, and complain. And when they complain, they usually don't do anything about the situation that they're complaining about in the first place. When it's blocked, People tend to suppress their thoughts and or emotions. They keep quiet and they let it all bottle up inside. This chakra is associated with the element of ether. What is ether? It's space. And because the element of space is omnipresent, it is said that our speech and our ability to express ourselves can flow freely what I found interesting is that the word Vishuddha, which is the Sanskrit word for what we know as the throat chakra, when we look at the root words of Vishuddha, I found that Visha means poison and Shuddhi means purification. And so when this chakra is closed, it is believed that it can become a poison in the body, resulting in aching death. But when it's open and clear, it's seen as a purification agent that can contribute to longevity. And so one of the ways that you can bring it back to balance or that you can unblock it, because it deals with sound, you can sing, you can listen to frequencies that are associated with the throat chakra, and or you can scream. Of course, you can also journal and ask yourself questions like, what's preventing me from speaking and or living my own truth? And if you guys will allow me to be vulnerable with you for a few seconds, I'll admit that I had a little trouble 
with the throat chakra. I'm still trying to work through it. It used to be a lot worse a few years ago, but if you put me in a group setting, I'm usually the listener. I had some trouble expressing my thoughts and my opinions for many reasons. For fear of being misunderstood and for fear of being drained energetically of having to explain myself to people who, in the end, could care less. But I have a lot to share and I have a lot to say. And one of the main reasons why I started this podcast was to help me open up that throat chakra. As scary and as uncomfortable as it first was, it has helped me. I think anyone who has a podcast or a radio show can understand and can see how therapeutic it is. It's an energetic exchange, most certainly, between you and I. And it's mutually beneficial. I am providing you with information you are curious and or want to hear about. And you are helping me express my authenticity and my truth. And I appreciate you for it. So thank you. But I don't want to rant about that too much, so... Let's move on to the sixth chakra, the Ajna chakra, also known as the third eye. Its associated phrase is I see, and its color is indigo and or purple. It is the sixth chakra, and it's located right above your eyebrows. It governs the spiritual awakening. It deals with all the clairs, right? Clairvoyance, clairaudience, clairsentience, etc. It deals with intuition and the extrasensory perception. So where the heart chakra prepares you to achieve a high level of self-purification, the third eye chakra prepares you for transcendence. When your third eye chakra is activated, you have the ability to see beyond ordinary sight. You learn to see beyond what you can with your simple physical eyes. We can experience seeing higher, multidimensional aspects of our consciousness. What do I mean by this? Not only will you have more psychic experiences, and sure, some of you might be able to feel, hear, and or see spirits or other multidimensional beings. But I mean, you'll be able to see it all. You'll be able to take that blindfold off and see how much we've been lied to. The ingredients that are in our food are not really ingredients. Most of what we hear and or listen to in the media is subjective and polarized. The majority of the medicine that we are given is only a temporary fix and not a cure. On the lighter side of things, you will be able to see that you have the power, the power is within you, to heal yourself physically, emotionally, and mentally. You'll be able to see that we are all one, that the all is mind, 
that we are an emanation of the macrocosm, that everything moves, nothing is at rest, that all things are dual, that there is an ebb and flow, that everything happens according to law, and that all things have a feminine and masculine element. And so one of the best ways to open your third eye or your Ajna chakra, speaking from personal experience, is to one, meditate, and two, eat higher vibrational foods. I would say eat a vegan diet, but even that's been corrupted. Now they have mock meats and processed foods that essentially do the opposite of opening your third eye. It blocks it. So I would say eat a more plant-based diet, meaning eat more leafy greens, eat more vegetables. There's so many out there. It's a whole new world. Eat your grains, eat your legumes, eat your fruits, you know, sun-kissed food. Because food is information and food is energy. And once you start living this way, because it's not a trend, right? It's a lifestyle. You'll start to open your third eye. Of course, there are other ways. You can try the method of sensory deprivation. You can try listening to binaural beats. And you can try consuming things that will heighten your states of consciousness such as melatonin. And before I forget, the element associated with third eye chakra is said to be light. But light is an extension of fire, illumination. That's why a lot of the times, if you have ever seen figures of saints, you'll see a halo or you'll see fire on top of their head to symbolize illumination. And last, but not least, we have the Sahasrara Chakra, also known as the Crown Chakra. In Sanskrit, Sahasrara means thousand-petaled. Its color is usually violet or white, and its associated phrase is I understand. The location of this chakra is located on the top of your head and it governs our conscious connection to source, our highest potential. It's when you realize that you are literally stardust, that you are composed of the same five elements as the universe. You are a god in human form. And what are some telltale signs that your crown chakra is out of balance? Well, It can lead to insanity. It can lead to having the God complex. And it's when you have absolutely no faith, a disbelief in spirituality. So, for example, an atheist, right? One who has to see to believe. A person who is too focused on the material, on the worldly things. Well, besides meditation and visualization exercises, question your own beliefs. 
ask yourself, is this something that I believe because I have been told to believe it? You know, have I been conditioned to believe that it is so? It's okay to explore both sides. Doing this helps you to become more open-minded and therefore it expands your consciousness. When it is balanced, it connects us to the divine, to the entire cosmos. And its awakening allows us to remember the connections that we've had all along to everything in existence. And because the crown chakra is connected to the all, the element that is associated with the crown chakra is the element of thought. Thought is an extension of consciousness, and it can be associated with the element of ether. The main function of the crown chakra is to connect you with the divine force and merge with the energy of the universe. This was definitely a long episode, but there was certainly so much to go through. So if you've made it this far, thank you. Also, just a quick shout out to Abs C, to Ariam Narf, and to Moki. And guys, if I'm butchering your name, I am so, so sorry. But I do thank you so, so, so much for taking the time out of your day to leave me amazing reviews on Apple Podcast. This helps me out a lot because as you know, it allows the podcast to be more easily accessible to those individuals who are like us, who are wanting to learn and further expand their consciousness on many topics that involve spirituality, the occult, the esoteric, and paranormal. And lastly, I can't end the show without reminding you guys to go please check out the website at www.mysteriesbeyond.com and or if you have any questions or if there's any feedback or if there's simply anything that you just feel like adding and or sharing, you can reach me at lauralavender.mb at gmail.com or you can friend me on Instagram at lauralavender.mb and I'm also on TikTok, same handle, lauralavender.mb. But if you want to reach me, definitely through email and or Instagram. TikTok can be a little bit overwhelming for messages anyway. And thank you guys so much for listening to Mysteries Beyond. I'm your host, Laura Lavender, and I'll see you guys next episode. <laughs>